So welcome back to the podcast, or if you're new, then welcome to The Importance of Everything. As always, I'm your host, Molly, and today I'm talking with the lovely Rain DePrado. Hi, Rain. Hi, Molly. Thanks for having <laughs> me. Um, do you want to give us a little life update? Like, where are you right now? What program are you in? Yeah, um, so I'm at the University of Ottawa. I'm studying political science and Juris Doctor. So it's a dual degree. Um, it's my like honors bachelor of social science and then my law degree. So, you know, I've got a crap ton of reading on my desk right now. Um, and yeah, I'm just getting used to residence life and watching everyone else get used to theirs like on social media, which is such a good time. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Oh my gosh. Yeah. When I, I like saw that you were going into that program on like Instagram or whatever, and that sounded so cool. I had like never even heard of that. So yeah, I think Ottawa's the only one doing it, which is part of the reason that I came here. Cause I was yeah. like, that's really interesting. Yeah. Like fresh start, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell everyone like a little bit about yourself outside of school or? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, before the pandemic, I feel like I had more going on that like defined me other than just school. Um, (laughs) But I played ice hockey for Leaside for anyone who's listening from Toronto uh, for like most of my life. And then I enjoy being outside. (laughs) I'm like, I'm like a dog. I enjoy running around (laughs) and going on long walks in the park. Um, And yeah, like through the pandemic, I started reading again which was fun um and my friends and I started walking a lot which I thought was really important and lovely to outside and I've tried to continue doing that here but um not as successfully because I'm in a new city but yeah that's me pretty simple (laughs) amazing amazing okay perfect um also just a disclaimer for anyone listening sorry for background noise my dorm is like 30 seconds away from a football stadium as I said so (laughs) Yeah, it's a little crazy right now, but you know what? That's okay. Um, Yeah, okay, perfect. So today we're going to talk about some productivity culture slash school slash like the pressures we feel at the start of a new school year and more. (laughs) (laughs) And more. And more. (laughs) Um, So yeah, let's get right into it. Um, And so just for anyone who doesn't know, like, well, actually, how would you describe productivity culture like what does it mean to you Mm, I don't know it's kind of hard to describe I think it's definitely just a cultural mindset that has to do with people who are seen as slacking so not working um all the time every day um they're just seen as like not doing enough and not being their best selves um and it's so often framed in that like you're only you when you're working like literally all the time um and whether that's working actually working or if it's working on yourself and doing all that it just seems to be a need to be busy constantly Mm-hmm. totally yeah and like just to add on to that I think it's definitely like yeah all those pressures that you mentioned about like working on yourself and like being your best self constantly it's like all those pressures we experience to constantly be productive and like working towards something never mm-hmm. taking time to relax because then you're like you're not being productive yeah it's like when I was trying to come up with like questions for this Um, episode I was thinking a lot about productivity culture and like 
<laughs> like the first word that came to mind for me was like girl boss. No, completely. It's just like you have to constantly be reaching for some goal, whether and like you might not even know what it is, but as long as like you're working, that goal will fall into your lap and suddenly you'll be successful seems to be the mindset. And it's like this constant, I don't even know, just uphill battle. And I swear, like when people are telling me that I need to be working, like I don't even know what I'm working for a lot of the time. It's like, just keep doing stuff. And like one day you'll figure out what it's for. It's like, no, but let me, let me sit on the couch for a minute and watch Netflix and like be mindless for a moment. Literally. Yeah. And like being able to take that pressure off of yourself is such a hard thing to do sometimes because it's always like you're working towards the next thing, the next goal, the next milestone. And it's just like, like, damn, just like, let me (laughs) slow down for a second. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, completely. And like, I don't know, I think we're slowly moving towards resting being seen as a step in like productivity but it's definitely I feel like we were like millennials definitely lived it and like we were raised on the idea of like resting yourself doesn't actually make you more productive it just means like you don't know what you're doing with your life and it's like no no I do need sleep and I do need to just take a moment to not be working so that I can come back revitalized and ready to go yeah I don't know I think I've just learned a bit to slow down when you're forced to stop everything Um, I hope that it's created a bit of a cultural shift in terms of all of us recognizing that you need to take time to adjust to your new surroundings when things like that happen. And I think working from home, and I'm not sure if you've talked about this before, but working from home has like erased the boundary between work and home, which has on the one hand created some jobs, which are like recognizing that that means you need to like be at home with your kids more often if you're an adult or if you have kids but it's also made like gotten rid of the line between working and like home life which is terrible totally yeah and like I remember at the beginning of the pandemic it was like I feel like there were three kind of stages that everyone went through collectively like the first stage was oh my god I can't believe this is happening like total Mm -hmm. panic mode freaking out and then the second stage was like okay, I now have all this like extra time for anyone. Mm -hmm. I'm doing like extra time in quotation marks. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, now I have to fill it and I have to like accomplish all these goals that I've been wanting to throughout the past couple of years. And I have to, you know, work out and be in the best shape of my life. And I have to grind on all my work that I have to do and all these things. And then I feel like everyone kind of burnt out from that and they were like oh my god we're going through this like collectively traumatic like big huge scary event like this isn't sustainable we like just have to slow down yeah no completely and like what you're saying about in between like that second and third step where it was kind of like we had so much time and then suddenly everyone was like oh you have all this time complete every single goal you've ever had and like I definitely like my mental health was so bad during that point and like I was not being productive at all um and I felt so guilty about it and that's awful like I should not have felt bad about going through a once in a century pandemic you know (laughs) like I shouldn't feel bad about like missing homework when like I'm worried about dying every time I step outside like that yeah such a bad mindset that everything was like completely like productivity and like hustle culture just put on all of us especially as students I think because like all of us went from having part-time jobs and it was like oh you can't 
contribute to the economy anymore. You better be contributing to like your success in life and get like learn how to knit and like seven new random skills <laughs> that you will never need. Yeah, bake bread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, completely. Totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and like that guilt you talked about. I feel like that was such a universal experience. Mm-hmm. Like physically guilty, felt the guilt like weighing down on you it was like in your chest that your chest just felt like heavier mm-hmm. heavier the longer it went on I was also wondering like how much would you say does how much would you say like school or grades affects your mental health or like your attitude towards productivity culture um that's a tough one because and I feel like I know that you were in IB and I've talked to my friends who were like in IB and like in private schools. And I know that it's very different. Like I was in TDSB public schools, which not to like good job TDSB, like you got me here. Um, but it's definitely just a different expectation that's set. Um, for me personally, I always did well in school and it didn't weigh on me too much until I got like a bad mark. And then I was freaking out because normally I was able to just get that good mark without putting too much pressure on myself but then as soon as it wasn't going well then I like idea of how productive I was being and immediately I would just be really hard on myself about like why are you not matching your grades why is this not happening blah 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 um so I think for me personally it's not too bad um and doesn't impact the productivity too much it's almost more like that's a given and everything I do outside of school and grades Mm -hmm. is what makes me feel productive um what about you do you think it plays like the largest role in your feeling of productivity like I think same thing it's kind of complicated or I don't know I guess like there are so many different aspects of like the word productivity but then Mm. for me personally like same thing I like I enjoyed school in high school and like Mm -hmm. I enjoyed doing well and when you know, yeah, like when I would get a bad grade or when I was feeling more stressed than usual, it was like an added pressure on me that like I kind of gave myself, if that makes sense. Like, Mm -hmm. like, oh, I didn't do well or as well as I wanted to on that thing. Um, And it was very much like equating my kind of self-worth to my grades, you know, Mm -hmm. like um, inevitably like my grades didn't like they fell quite a bit because of the pandemic like especially in the Mm -hmm. first quarantine and I like really took that to heart but then I think going into like the second I guess going into grade 12 I had like kind of gotten used to that feeling and so I like started to kind of have a better relationship with my grades and like not equate my self-worth to them (laughs) much which is that's always good (laughs) yeah yeah always good um so yeah honestly I think like in that aspect it was a definite silver lining for me Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know they're like and I know a lot of my friends um like went through the same thing so yeah same and I think it's also really interesting like when like when you were saying like same with me during the first lockdown when my grades were definitely like taking a hit um there was never and like in the past, like when everything, when I would be working and playing sports, et cetera, like if my grades were slipping, there was never a thought of, oh, maybe I should like 
stop doing something outside of school it was always just okay like learn to balance it better and if like I wasn't playing as well at hockey it was never like oh maybe I should ask my teachers to stop giving me seven assignments a day and it was always like well just gotta like do better you're clearly not working hard enough and like don't have your life together and like that's not the mindset we should be going into those problems with at all it should (laughs) definitely be more like okay what do you need to take off your plate um and that's also like um the priority around school being top of the list of priorities like I understand obviously an education is ridiculously important but having that trump literally everything always always hurt a little bit as well because it was like but I don't enjoy it as much as this other stuff I'd rather do less school and more sports instead of having to cut back on sports to do better at school but instead society was just like just balance everything just do it all just do You'll it be fine <laughs> just do it just do it yeah <laughs> yeah no totally it's like I don't know I think like as students it's so easy to like get into the mindset of like school is my number one priority and that should be the only thing I ever care about ever mm-hmm. and like I can't see my friends on the weekend because I like have to do this but mm-hmm. then that happens every single weekend and then yep. you're in your room alone <laughs> yep <laughs> literally my friends always took the hit like I felt so bad I would be like really busy but I'm not gonna not go to practice and I'm not obviously not gonna not go to school and I was like well sorry guys gonna just see you in a couple months like my yeah. bad see you then bye yeah. <laughs> yep the reason why I was so interested in talking about productivity culture like for this episode is like at the beginning of the school year especially like I for one always feel like I'm behind in some like unexplainable way like behind what I couldn't tell you but like (laughs) yes (laughs) every school year that always happens Mm -hmm. and like I feel like that's a pretty common experience too oh completely that is I yeah that is so relatable especially right now like the amount of work that has been like I've been trying to socialize and literally I came to school with like I know three people basically and I'm making an entire new friend group and I am like five university courses deep and there's so much to read and I just feel like I'm running behind constantly and everyone I've talked to says that that's normal but why why is that why 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 is that normal that shouldn't that shouldn't be a thing but here we are um but yeah I that is very relatable totally feel like I'm running behind even though I don't think I am I guess we'll find out in a couple weeks but yeah Yeah, no like and behind in so many different ways too and I think like that's one of the aspects of productivity culture that like doesn't get talked about as much making the friends for life that you're like supposed to make at university or whatever like I was stressing about that the other day and then I looked at my calendar and I was like it's literally been like two and a half weeks (laughs) yeah no completely um I think you're right though like there's there's that part of it where and I think this not to be not to sound old and be like well social media perpetrates it but there's that thing where it's like influencers that are all girl bossed up and look like they have it all together it's exactly that like they look like they have everything together and they have the friends they have the job they have the family they have this that, and the other thing and so when we're talking about feeling 10 steps behind it's like I might be completely on top of making friends and like having a good time and showing other people on social media that I'm having a good time but like 
I might not have done my readings for this week. Um, and like, it's just, it's hard to have it all together. And I think that's exactly what you're saying. Like this culture of like needing to look all put together and like need to be constantly working. If we're not like, it just feels like we're behind and failing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not to sound like, ah, oh, these phones hurting the kids. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I don't know. Social media. I feel like it's so easy to compare oh my god okay sorry but like it's true like we might sound old but it's so accurate like like I haven't called every single person in my feed that's like at homecoming right now to know that they're missing an entire weekend of school to go to homecoming I, I know but like it looks like they're having a great time so yeah do you ever feel pressured to like appear that you're having like such a good time whether that's through like social media or like telling your family when they ask like oh how's school going so far yeah oh completely like my I like to say that I'm like pretty authentic on social media but I it people always get very concerned if I posted that I was having a mental breakdown about the amount of readings I have. They they enjoy seeing that I'm like having a good time a lot more than seeing me panic about the amount of readings I have. Um, but I definitely have like I don't even know if it's a if it's a pressure. Like I don't think I spend that much time thinking about it. But I know that when I go to post on social media, it's only ever because I know that people will think that I'm having a good time. I'd like to think I'm kind of authentic on social media as well but then when I really get to thinking about it I'm like okay but how can I be authentic if I'm only posting like the pictures I like best a weird balance tightrope talk mm, can't talk tightrope talk <laughs> okay <laughs> um it's like this weird balance thing that I like don't know if I can ever quite get right yeah I don't even know if we have to get it right though like I don't like I guess like this now gets very philosophical as to like why social media is a thing but in the way that we've been brought up Instagram specifically has been solely for the purpose of like showing that you're having a good time like it wasn't created to show that we weren't doing well like not all aspects of productivity culture are bad I think now, especially productivity culture, just like manifests itself in so many different ways. Like, you know, that, like that girl trend on TikTok Mm. or like, um, it's just, it's so easy to like burn out and go down that rabbit hole and like, just how you're always looking ahead and never appreciating like the moment that you're in right now or everything you had to do to like get to that moment. Yeah, it can be a lot sometimes for sure. Oh, for sure. And I think um, going on that like cable TV thing, um, I feel like productive because you were saying like it's definitely like amplified through social media because it's always been there. I guess it was just so few people that we could look at and go, wow, they have it all together. Like it would have been like the Oprah and like daytime TV people that people were watching and being like, wow, like that success. But now everyone's able to show that if they've got like one good morning that they catch on camera they're able to share that with everyone and I guess that's it like their relatable content is good but also terrible because it's like almost too relatable it's like that person looks like me 
why don't I look like that? Yeah. Just like, it's so easy to compare what you're doing, what you have to other people, like through those things and like experiencing so many different pressures that like nobody else really puts on you like directly, but it's just like a mental thing of damn, they really have their whole life together and I'm <laughs> over here. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. happy. <laughs> yeah completely and like kind of comforting just to know that other people are experiencing the same thing and like the same I guess doubts that like we have about ourselves at times and in in prep for this this podcast episode I was also doing some thinking not about questions just about like points I could talk about and I think it's a really interesting like generational divide because our parents were brought up on the like they were still very much in that like you work for what you get mindset and then millennials were theoretically brought up in the like slightly bubble wrapped you can get anything because of massive prosperity and then we were just brought up with like you're never going to own a house and the world is melting um (laughs) at least that's what it feels like some days (laughs) but I think um when you look at like who has the most like actual pressure not just like self-pressure on them about productivity culture it seems to have ended up being us because and like millennials almost like skipped it somehow like obviously they still had it but and they're the ones kind of running these like mommy blogs now that we look at (laughs) being like oh no like they have it all together (laughs) um but like we have and obviously it's a bit case to case like who your parents are but like there's direct pressure coming from our parents and then the millennial moms being like look if you put your applesauce in this nice container in the fridge I promise your kids are gonna behave this afternoon (laughs) and that doesn't make any sense Mm -hmm. um but like if I think about like people that influenced my perception of um uh like oh my god why am I blanking on the word productivity um like Lily Singh I don't know if you were a big YouTube kid as a um as a child but I watched so much like Bethany Moda and Lily Singh and all these like early YouTube um like DIY vloggers and they were it was so much that like you work for what you get like just continue to work and work and work and like you'll make it big on YouTube and like your room will look aesthetic and you'll get more stuff done and every single Vogue teen headline is like if you buy this desk organizer guess what you might be able to like get your life together which I don't understand how was I how are we raised on that like how are we supposed to be in first year like understanding that we need rest while we were brought up with stuff like that coming at us from every angle honestly yeah in summary just productivity culture is a millennial mommy blog (laughs) (laughs) yes exactly drop the mic that drop is it mic. end of the episode you guys cannot go home <laughs> <laughs> no completely yeah. I do feel like our generation I guess everyone says this about their generation but like, <laughs> I, I feel like our generation really just got the whole big melting pot of like problems <laughs> yeah. to us and yeah I guess everyone has their own problems but there are just so many pressures and like I was wondering, like, not even in terms of school, unless you do feel that, but like, what is the biggest pressure you feel just like in life, I guess? 
Um, okay, well, here we go. This is where rain gets really personal on the blog, on the <laughs> blog. Oh my God, on the podcast. Um, uh, so for me, the biggest pressure and for, for the listeners that don't know me, because you've got no reason to, um, my brother has very severe cerebral palsy. And so he's in a wheelchair and is nonverbal and needs 24-7 care. So for me personally, that is my biggest pressure in life um, yeah. is because um, eventually my parents aren't going to be able to care for him. So that just like that, you know, this is why I go to therapy. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um it's just a lot of like, I need to do well now so that I will have a good financial standing so that I'll be able to take care of this extra person um, who I love dearly, but I do need to account for it. Um, and that definitely plays into like my mindset on being productive and like making the most out of my time. Um, so that's mine. And then aside from that, which is like a very per- like me specific thing, um, I'd say generally the idea of like, although our market like for our age group people seem to be doing lots of careers we still were choosing university courses based on like you have to know your career and your life path right now and so I think that one is kind of the most it's like I want to go into politics and so I have to do everything in my possible like ability to get there which is a crazy amount of pressure because like I am 18 why do I need to know what I'm doing with my life exactly yeah and like even going back from that it's like oh I want to go into this program to get this job well that means I have to start planning out my entire course of my life from like age 15 so then I can Mm -hmm. get the right prerequisites and get the right grades and enter this program and then there's like all these added other pressures from like our actual life you know so it's just yeah, totally. It can be a lot. And it's like yeah. so different for every person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Completely. Yeah. I don't know. So how, like, do you have any ways that you like kind of bounce back from like a dip in your productivity or like how you manage productivity culture, like anything like that? Yeah, I'd say, um, I definitely try not to follow that many like influencers who surround them, like whose whole message is like productivity culture, unless it's like very mental health centered. Um, Because I find if they're not acknowledging their bad mental health days, it just becomes like impossible for me to follow them without feeling so shitty. Um, So that's like my main one, which is it's hard it's really hard because so many of the biggest influencers it's like oh my gosh I want to be like them but then they don't talk about how hard it is to like be alive and be a functioning human um so that's like yeah that's the main one and then otherwise just like my day-to-day stuff is I just try and get like little wins like my family we talk a lot about just getting like the small things done and celebrating the little victories and allowing yourself to be happy about things that might not seem like big milestones because as we said at the beginning in this like culture that we've created that's constantly asking us to reach milestones and continue moving forward celebrating those little things I think is really important whether that's literally just like saying to myself like woo you did your little like math question or if it's like actually if it's bigger like going to a dinner or like just celebrating the little things totally the whole thing about being kind to your mind and like yeah celebrating the little things forcing yourself to take breaks 
Like mm-hmm. it's all super important. Completely. 100% agree. Mm. Do you have any like final thoughts on productivity culture or like anything you want to say? Um, I think we're slowly coming to the conclusion that it is very toxic if not handled correctly. So go team on figuring that out. Um, and I'd say um, being productive is not a negative thing and we shouldn't like beat ourselves up for not taking breaks. Just like, as you just said, like be kind to your mind, like take the breaks that you know that you need, um, but also like get your stuff done. It's all, it's all about balance, but communicating with yourself and the people around you who are maybe putting certain pressures, whether it be social or school related, just communication within yourself and within your external um, influences. Those are, those are my final thoughts, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Love it. Well, Rain, thank you so much for coming on the podcast this week. If you of want, course. You can plug your socials. You can plug your podcast. Oh, yeah. Good, and everyone should listen to it. Honestly, I was thinking as we were talking, I was like, that's what I should have said at the beginning. Um, so team, my family has a podcast. Um, it's called A Bumpy Road. You can find us on Instagram and Spotify and anywhere else you get your podcasts. We talk about disability and being a cool cool family i highly recommend that you give us a listen we're coming back with season two starting soon um yay (laughs) yeah so that is that is my plug self-plug loved it that was amazing (laughs) okay awesome well thank you to everyone listening we'll see you all next week on the importance of everything and thanks for being here of course thank you so